Happy Monday and welcome to another episode of the Equestrian Performance Mindset Podcast. I am Jocelyn Liliano, I'm an event writer and mindset coach and of course also your host for this podcast. And I am absolutely thrilled that you decided to tune in today because together we are going to make sure that you start making strides in your mindset so you can truly make strides in your riding. Happy Monday. As every single Monday, I'm here to make sure that you get off to an amazing start of this week. If you are new to the podcast and our community, then make sure you give the show a follow so that you don't miss out on any of our future episodes. And I am thrilled to share with you an incredible opportunity that's coming up really, really soon. Are you sick of feeling like you are not good enough to be riding at a certain level? Are you sick of feeling like you aren't making any significant progress? Sick of asking yourself why everyone else is racing through the classes while you are stuck? You sick of feeling like you're missing talent? Sick of feeling like you seemingly can't master the skills required to be riding at the level you dream of? Now, what if I told you that you have already got the capability and potential you need inside of you. Yeah, you have got it too. What if I told you that the only reason that you haven't made the progress you wanted until now is because you've been getting in your own way? That the only reason that you are not performing to your full potential and skill level is that you've locked up your skills and feel behind a thick wall of self-criticism and self-doubt. That you have allowed that self-critical voice to back you into a corner, paralyze you and make it impossible for your true potential, feel and natural learning ability to be used. If you are ready to release that potential, if you are ready to finally find out what you are truly capable of, then I've got the thing for you. On the 13th of March, we're starting a brand new program that will change the way you perform for ever. Big promises there, I know. This program will go over the duration of six weeks and each week you'll receive an online lessons with action points and homework to be completed before the next session. It's different from our previous program PEP in the sense that PEP was rather broad and covered a really wide range of topics, everything basically inside of personal development. This new program is different because it goes way more in depth into the specific areas of riding skills mastery, developing your feel and riding in flow. Now, here's the catch though, because this is a really interactive experience. The program is limited to 10 participants only. The waitlist for the program is open as of today and the spots will be given to the first 10 people to join that waitlist. So if this sounds like something that you want to be part of, I need you to take action now. Now, <laughs> I said it, put me on pause and do this now, so what you do to join the waitlist is that you're going to mindic.eu slash RTP waitlist. RTP being short for release the potential, which is the name of this program. So mindic.eu slash RTP waitlist. And then finally, I want to wish you good luck in grabbing one of those 10 first spots. Right. In the meantime, of course, I'm also going to teach you something today. 
And the specific topic I'm going to cover today is how to thrive under pressure. So first of all, let's start with looking at what pressure actually is. It's not a part of the game. There is no rules in FEE rulebook as to what pressure is or how to apply it. So even if it sometimes might feel as if pressure is part of the game, actually it isn't. In fact, it isn't even real. It's something that you create in your own mind and body by telling yourself consciously or subconsciously for that matter, what might or might not happen and the possible consequences of that. Setting an expectation on yourself to perform well in a given situation or else. It's almost like threatening yourself. Then those thoughts in turn create a feeling of urgency, stress, or even fear in your body. So a typical situation in which I hear about this from clients where they have created this pressure in their mind and body. First situation, parents have invested a lot of money and time into their writing. And here the narrative that creates the pressure is often something along the lines of, I have to perform well or else my parents will be disappointed in me. Another example, if you're riding on a team, then the narrative in your head is often something like, I have to perform well or else I'm letting my team down. Or third example here, I hear this one a lot as well, worried about their horses. So the narrative here is like, I have to perform well or else I'm putting my horses in shitty situations. I'm making my horses pay for my mistakes and I'm letting them down. So in all those situations, what happens is that you create a lot of pressure in your mind and body, but telling yourself what must happen by setting many times completely unrealistic expectations on yourself. So a question I got for you here is what are the narratives that are creating that pressure in your mind and body? And remember, these can be both conscious and subconscious. So it's important that you take some time to really reflect on this, to create awareness around what stories that you are actually painting up inside of your mind. So if you can, I suggest you put me on pause right now and do this now. Reflect on and identify your pressure-creating stories. Trust me, if you do this now, it will make the rest of this episode way more helpful. Okay, so this is the moment you want to put me on pause here. Now, simply calling these out often removes a big part of the impact that those have on you. It's sort of like turning on the light switch and realize that those ghosts, quote-unquote, weren't that scary after all. Now, if calling them out and creating an awareness around those stories wouldn't be enough, what you can do next is challenge those stories. Ask yourself questions like, is that really true? Or what are all the reasons that this is bullshit? So going back to an example I took just before, I have to perform well or else I'm putting my horses in shitty situations. I'm making my horses pay for my mistakes and I'm letting them down. So this is a story I hear so often. So first question here, is that really true? What are all the reasons that this is bullshit? If you really think about this, first of all, we are basically personal slaves for our horses. I am making sure that they have clean and dry stables to live in. I am making sure that they have paddocks or fields in which they can move around every day. I provide them with fresh water, quality feeding every day. I brush them. I ensure their feet gets taken care of. They even have a golden osteopath. I don't even have an osteopath. I don't even have that luxury for myself. So yeah, I think we can conclude that I am certainly not letting my horses down. That is just pure bullshit. 
And now here's something else as well. Even the start of this sentence, I have to perform well. That in itself is a very diffuse expectation. What does it perform well even mean? If we aren't even clear what this means, how can we expect it to have to do it? It's sort of like having an intern and telling them, you have to do this task. And the intern goes, well, okay, yeah, but what is the task? And you just go up to them and you're like, I am not exactly sure, but you have to do it. You have to do it well. Like, it doesn't make any sense. Now, even if you were to define this a bit more clearly, to say, for example, performing well means writing a clear round. Fact is that this is not 100% within your control, which means it's an unrealistic expectation to set on yourself. There are parameters within this which you simply cannot control, like whether or not your horse is lifting his feet up today. Sure, there's a lot of things with this that you can train and improve within your horse, and there's a lot of things that are up to you as a rider in terms of how you ride a horse. But no matter how well you ride and no matter how well trained that horse is, there always will be an element that is outside of your control. And therefore, it's an unrealistic expectation to say that you have to ride a clear round. It just doesn't make sense. So you might be thinking right now, well, what if I make the expectation something that is 100% within my control? Like the fact that I keep my leg on before each jump. Sure, that's certainly a better definition of success. But also here you got to remember that you are not a machine. You are a human being and human beings, by definition, make mistakes. If you would even want to call it a mistake, because really all that your body is doing is reacting as to what it considers to be a suitable response to a certain stimulus based on what it knows to date based on your experience, based on what it has been faced with in the past. You want your body to act in a different way? Well, then you need to allow your body to learn so that it can realize that another response to that stimulus might be more suitable. All right, I can sense I'm going down in a bit of a rabbit hole here. So I'm going to stop here and just summarize this point with saying that it's very, very helpful to challenge those narratives, challenge those stories that you're telling yourself in your head, like pull them out and pull them apart and see if this really makes sense from a logical standpoint. See if this is actually all bullshit. Is it really true? Because frankly, a lot of it is pure bullshit. And once you realize it, it will take a lot of pressure off you. Now, with that being said, I do also want you to realize, though, that pressure isn't actually all bad. In fact, in many ways, it is a privilege. First of all, it means that you get to do something that you care so much about that it has the potential of impacting you this much. It's only because you care so much about what you do that those strong feelings can be created. If you didn't, they wouldn't even be there. Then the second thing here as well is that with pressure comes adrenaline, which is sort of like doping. It makes you sharp, helps you focus, enhance your ability to react if you are able to keep it at the right level. Which leads me to the next point, and that is to assess your pressure score. So the level of pressure you need to perform at your best is different for everyone. And I want you to become aware of what that number is for you. So as of now, when you're riding, training or competing, ask yourself on a scale from one to 10, what is my level of pressure right now? Then 
you assess from a non-judgmental standpoint how did that level of pressure make me perform. Just looking at it, I had that pressure number and it made me perform like this, non-judgmentally. By consistently asking yourself this while writing, you'll eventually get to know what the most ideal level of pressure is for you. Right, to summarize this episode, today I gave you a couple of tips as to how you can improve the way you perform under pressure. And we started with gaining an understanding for what pressure actually is. It isn't real. It's something that you create in your mind and body by setting an oftentimes unrealistic expectation on yourself to perform in a certain way in a given situation. You can break this bubble by calling it out and becoming aware of the stories that you are telling yourself in your head. Then challenge those stories and realize that a lot of it is actually bullshit. Then lastly, realize that pressure isn't all bad. In fact, pressure is a privilege and it means that you really care about what it is that you do. Plus, it works sort of like doping if you keep it at the level that is suitable for you. And in order to find out what that level looks like for you, when you are riding, training or competing, ask yourself on a scale from 1 to 10, what is the current level of pressure that you're feeling? And then afterwards, assess how it made you perform. This way, with time, you can learn what the most ideal level of pressure looks like for you. All right, that's all for today. Remember that the waitlist of our new program, Release the Potential, is open as of today. And by taking part of this program, you will go from feeling incapable, frustrated, and afraid of making mistakes to riding in flow. This means you'll become fully immersed with your horse and able to sense what to do without thinking. Sounds exciting much? Yeah, I thought so. Now, we will only take 10 riders, though, so make sure you join the waitlist now. Put me on pause, go to the show notes, pull out the link, mindic.eu slash RTP waitlist, and I'll be crossing my fingers that you will be one of the first people to make it onto that waitlist and be allocated a spot in this program. With that being said, I challenge you to start making strides in your mindset so you can truly make strides in your riding. And I will see you on the next Magical Monday. Bye.